This is The Rant presented by Strive Sports. Ben Klein here with you on this Monday, June 7th afternoon. Back at it here to talk all outcomes New York sports from over the weekend and last week. Before I get to it, just wanted to first off apologize uh, for my absence last week. Didn't uh, put out any updates regarding my absence. Uh, obviously, went to the game last, the Knicks game last Wednesday. Didn't record on Thursday or Friday. Lost my voice, wasn't feeling uh, the best, and didn't have the most amount of time to be able to record. So I'm going to go over everything from the you know the finish of that series to uh, the Yankees from over the weekend and before that against the Rays. Um, and yeah, I'm honestly probably not going to talk so much about the Mets since they looked pretty good over the weekend, uh, beating the Padres in their series, and. Uh, yeah, also the Nets looking good, so no real reason to be covering the Nets. They're up 1-0 in their series against the Bucks. That was a good game. The next game is tonight. I think that I'll have a lot more uh, to talk about after the second game of the series. Um, maybe the one big thing to, to note is that Harden got injured in that first game. Uh, we're unsure if he will return for the second game, but that was pretty huge that the Nets were able to to uh, take down the Bucks without, you know, I guess arguably any of those three are the best players, but arguably their best player, whatever, however you want to put it, uh, one of the most important players. So impressive win for the Nets. Impressive series win from the Mets uh, over the Padres in San Diego. Uh, DeGrom has a great outing Saturday, and then Stroman on Sunday take the series. Great, uh, great series win for the Mets against one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball right now. Uh, but then when you look at the teams that I root for, uh, the Yankees and the Knicks, uh, not the Mets and the Nets, um, the two teams that are supposed to be above those other two teams are are just not. And uh, I'm not even disappointed that the Knicks right now, I'm very disappointed that the Yankees coming off, uh, obviously, a series split against the Rays, uh, which really they got lucky that it was even a split and then get swept at home by the Red Sox. Doesn't look like they have any energy. They're, they're not hyped up to be out there. They, it doesn't even look like they want to perform well for the fans. Uh, I don't know. This is this team just isn't energized, but um, I'm going to get to that in a moment. But before I uh, start talking about all that, just wanted to remind everyone that you can listen to this podcast along with all the other Strive Sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can access them via the link tree in my Instagram bio at the Strive Sports. Just want to apologize for, um, whatchamacallit, just not being on the past couple days. No warning. I'm very sorry about that. It's not just this show. It was the other shows as well. So uh, hopefully I'll be I'll get back to it. Uh, get back to riding my riding the BK train picks um, for the NBA playoffs. Although it's more difficult now that there's only two games a night. Uh, so if you have any recommendations how I should improve the show or anything like that, feel free to DM the Instagram page at the Strive Sports. Uh, you could also go to the webpage, uh, which you could access via the link tree in my Instagram bio, or the URL is strivesports.org. Uh, if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, there is a 
message board where you could put your email down, send me a message, and uh, I'll respond to it on a show or I'll email you back with a response. Um, and you could also access the podcast on the webpage. So just trying to get better every day. Unfortunately, missed the past couple of days. You could still you hear my voice is still not 100%, but going to start this pod. Uh, actually, before I, I, I'll start with the Knicks, uh, you know, the Yankees. Just happened over the weekend. The Knicks, I didn't really get a cover since they went down last Wednesday. But obviously, the the Knicks lose that series to the Hawks. They lose Game Five by a score of one hundred three to eighty nine. Uh, that basically means that that was one game in which the Knicks two games they didn't score hundred points. Three games, uh, one game they scored hundred one, and yeah, they scored hundred five. So honestly, things only got worse as it went on. Uh, it seems like the Hawks just figured them out uh, over time. You know, the first game was close. Trey Young needed the buzzer beater to win, 107-105. Then the Knicks score 101, hold the Hawks to under 100 points. And then the rest of the way, the Knicks don't score 100 points uh, in any of the games. Um, and, you know, uh, after watching or seeing what happened in that Hawks-Sixers game last night, I'm a little less upset about uh, the outcome for the Knicks. The Hawks seem like, uh, you know, they're the real deal with Trey Young leading them. He's a guy that can get his own shot, and he can. he's one of the best at passing and finding other guys. And they're not allowing uh, the Sixers or the Knicks to have used Trey Young as a mismatch on the defensive end. Um, you know, in terms of attacking him, they're, they're getting Trey Young in good uh, defensive, uh, you know, matchups. Uh, three per only three personal fouls, ten assists, thirty-five points on eleven to twenty-three shooting. That's phenomenal. Uh, but I'll tell you what the big difference was in this game. Uh, ben Simmons not capable of shooting free throws. He went three of ten from the line. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they Sixers wound up losing by four. So uh, that's huge, Ben Simmons. If you're not going to be able to hit your free throws, then uh, that's really going to hurt you guys. Uh, not just in this playoffs down the stretch, but in uh, future playoffs. So hopefully he can start uh, getting confident at the free throw line a little bit. But overall, great, great performance from the Hawks when you talk about the trio of Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and John Collins uh, putting together 56, uh, 77, you know, p- total points. That's just incredible. 77 out of the 128. Uh, those are the only three guys that scored in the 20s. Just a phenomenal game. And before I... Uh, I get to talking about the Knicks, uh, really getting into the Knicks. Just shout out the Clippers for uh, winning that game against the, the Mavericks last night, Game 7, after falling down in the series 2-0 to start. Um, finally, the home team wins a game. Didn't happen until Game 7, but we're finally there. Clippers advance. They will now be facing the Utah Jazz in the second round. Uh, incredible performance from Kawhi. Uh, playoff P wasn't nearly the same as Kawhi, but whatever it is what it is. Kawhi, amazing performance. Unfortunate for Knicks fans, though. Uh, maybe if they got smacked around and, and and defeated in the first round, maybe Kawhi would uh, be moving elsewhere, maybe consider the Knicks after what they showed this year, especially with the West being as difficult as it is. But 
Um, unfortunately, they, they take home the dub, and now things are looking upward for the Clippers. They're starting to play their best ball, and uh, Kawhi knows what he has to do, putting up 40 points in like back-to-back games. He knows what needs to be done. I'm pretty sure he dropped 40 points uh, last night. No, he only had 28. My apologies. Still a great game, though, 10 of 15. I mean, Paul George went 5 of 15. Kawhi went 10 of 15. That shows you how much better he played. But besides the point... Uh, you know, that means that Kawhi is probably not going to leave LA. Even if they lose this round, he's probably just going to stay put. Maybe if they lost in the first round, he would have been elsewhere, but, uh, great win for them. They're going to move on to face the, the Jazz. Can't wait for this series to start tonight. The Nuggets against the Suns. That's an amazing, amazing series, amazing talent, young teams, uh, additionally, this is going to be the first playoffs confirmed since like 1998 where the nor, neither the Lakers, the Mavericks, the Heat, or the Warriors will be in the NBA Finals. All four of those teams have been in the Finals every single season since 1998. The Lakers, the Mavericks, the, Spur, the Spurs, and the Warriors. So... Uh, I think I got those teams right. I'm not even 100% sure. It was Lakers, Spurs, Heat, Warriors. That's what it was, not the Mavericks. My apologies. Uh, so I'm excited to see who it is. If it's like the Suns or the Nuggets, that's really like surprising just because I would have never imagined that. Uh, and if even if it's the Nets out of the East, so no matter what, we're going to be surprised at what the finals is this year. Like, uh, in terms of just having heard or being used to those teams being in the finals, uh, the teams have left right now are Sixers, Hawks, Bucks, Nets. Never seen any of those team, those four teams in the finals. So one of those four teams is factually making the finals. Um, then you got Utah Jazz, Clippers, Denver, and Phoenix. None of those teams have made the finals recently, at least before my lifetime with Carl uh, Malone, Stockton, and, uh, and the Jazz. But none of those other teams have made the finals anytime recently. So I'm excited to see what happens. And I mean, I like the Nuggets beforehand, but if they're, you know, if they're able to do this without Jamal Murray, that's truly incredible. But let's get to the nitty gritty. That game last week, uh, elimination game. Great time. The energy was great in the garden. It wasn't the same probably as in games one and game two because coming in, Knicks down three to one. We were kind of we were kind we were kind of seeing just that the Hawks were a more talented team. The Knicks didn't really have much of a chance, and there was no real difference in uh, in that game five. Hawks uh, take a commanding lead in the in the first half. Don't really let go. The Knicks make a little bit of a run here and there, but uh, that's what happens when the other team is just way more talented than your team. I mean, for goodness sakes, the uh, Hawks played without one of their starters last night in DeAndre Hunter and still beat the Sixers. So that's a talented team. I'll take the cap caps off to the to the Knicks and uh, how hard they played in that series because, you know, the Hawks are are a real team, it seems like. Uh, When you look at John Collins, I think he's a very underrated player. Uh, And then you you look at their bench and they have guys like Kevin Herter and uh, Danilo Gallinari, veteran coming off the bench, and Lou Williams, another veteran. And then you also have Bogdanovich going crazy in the starting lineup. Uh, I I like the way this team is formulated. Also, Clint Capella being in the paint, uh, making up for all the Trey Young mistakes, uh, you know, and, and the Knicks are missing their starting center in Mitchell Robinson. So, uh, and Nerlens Noel got injured and and had a minutes restriction and had to get Taj Gibson to start, which is obviously a mismatch against uh, Clint Capella, no matter how hard he hustles. 
But, uh, you know, uh, I'll do exactly what I did right before Trey Young hit that half-court shot and bowed on the Knicks logo. I got up and I did a standing ovation because I appreciated the season. I got everyone else up uh, in the garden to stand up and also start a standing ovation as Trey Young was about to hit that shot. Didn't matter. I continued clapping, not for Trey Young, for my Knicks that battled this whole season, uh, wanted to prove that uh, wanted to prove themselves as individuals and as a team that they could be a part of a team. Uh, these this group of guys that are uh, maybe wanted now more than they were used to, but kind of unwanted, uh, less popular names in the league could prove uh, that anything is possible and that they had a and create a huge turnaround for the Knicks. I think that they had tw- I think it was twenty more wins. Uh, from one season to the next, so plus 20 in the wins department. Uh, you know, comment if I'm mistaken on that. But uh, you know, you can't ask for much more than that. Obviously, all Knicks fans would have loved a series win, just a first round series win. But you know, you can't get too greedy. This was a right step in the right direction. Knicks had a good draft. Obi looked like he gained confidence in the playoffs. Uh, although quickly didn't play so well in the series. Uh, he had a great regular season, so uh, made the most uh, of our pick, uh, of our later in the ra- in the first round pick. Uh, and other guys stepping up as well, Reggie Bullock, Alec Burks, Nolan's Noel, uh, acquiring Derrick Rose, all those guys that Leon Rose brought in stepped up. Now, I'm not saying that we should bring back all those guys. I think that we need to get some, uh, some new names, uh, like, Part ways with Alfred Payton, part ways with Reggie Bullock. He wasn't able to get open at all in the series, even with Trey on guarding him. He can't shoot threes off balance on the move, really, uh, while going around screens. So that's why I think that it was so easy for Trey Young to guard him. And uh, that's one of the reasons I think he has to go. I'm not so sure about Alec Burks if he wants to take a, you know, a contract that will help us in terms of the cap. Uh, you know, which means he's not making too much, then I'll take it. But otherwise, didn't show up in the playoffs, might need to move on. Uh, but the main thing for Knicks fans and the Knicks this this postseason or offseason is Damian Lillard's status with the Blazers. What is the deal with that? We got to very much look into that because uh, if I was Damian Lillard, um, I would be, you know, although I love the city of Portland, that's where I spent my whole career, that's all I know, I'd – be very close to moving on to, to something else because uh, they haven't proven that they can really go to take it to the next level with that team, uh, with CJ being the second-best player, getting a guy like Norman Powell that can play defense and get his own shot, getting back Nurkic for the playoffs, one of the best centers in the league. They didn't make a difference. Still, what were, they weren't even able to get it to seven games against the Nuggets uh, with Damian Lillard having gone off in that game uh, four, I believe it was, or game five where he scored 55 points and then also going off in game six before getting eliminated. I'd say that I think the time for Damian Lillard in Portland is nearing an end, but you know it's a question of who's going to be able to get him. I don't necessarily think that the Knicks have the best uh, trade assets, uh, but Guess what? We do have two first-round picks next year. We do have first-round picks coming up in the future. And we do have some young players when you think about Kevin Knox, Frank Nidalekina, maybe even Obi Toppin. Who the hell knows? I really don't know. Maybe package Derrick Rose up in a trade there, although I would love for D. Rose to be back next year. 
But I think that if you're Leon Rose and you really want to take and you really want to build off the season to the next, which would basically be mean that you're improving. You're, you're not you're not regressing. You are improving. You're getting better. Your team is winning more games, and it's clear that they are a better team. Uh, the stats go up. More efficient. Um, although they were third in three pointer in three point percentage this year, maybe lower three point percentage, attempt more threes and uh, hit more threes. So higher in three point makes, lower in three point percentage. I would take that. I think that's an improvement. Uh, you know, the Knicks had to make up for a lack of talent with effort out there, as uh, I believe uh, World Wide West said during the series. The, the Hawks Knicks was skill versus will. Hawks skill, Knicks will. Uh, so, you know, next year let's get a little more skill and uh, let's bring the will also with that Thibodeau-styled offense. But uh, as of right now, I, I need more skill on the team. Uh, Damian Lillard would be the obvious answer, would be an amazing, amazing, uh, I don't know necessarily about fit, but just him in New York, I can't imagine anything better. Knicks fans would treat the, the man like a god. Uh, I think that that's, that's what the city of New York deserves, the Knicks fans. I mean, we all experienced what the, what the Garden was like uh, during the playoffs just, uh, just you know, last week or a few weeks ago, whatever it was, games one, game two, and uh, game five. But imagine if we had that guy. I mean, the Knicks don't even have that guy uh, that, that could really bring the team to the next level. So whoever it is, if it's Damian Lillard this year, or maybe they sign Lonzo Ball in, in the offseason, or maybe they wait another year and they get Bradley Beal when he's a free agent. I don't know what the deal is. All I know is that uh, we need to see improvement. Just like Leon said that we're going to be contenders this year, that means that we better be contenders next year. And uh, I'll tell you this. If you want to be serious about it in year two, obviously I didn't take it seriously in year one. Even though, uh, you know, I'll tip my hat. I will. I will give Leon Rose credit. They were they weren't contenders, but they were relevant this year, which is nice. Uh, next year, let's maybe maybe be a little more relevant and contenders. I mean, that four seed clearly. Although they, they got our, they got all the Knicks fans hyped up. It was clearly a fluke. Uh, they didn't deserve the four seed. They just played harder than other teams in the regular season that were saving it up for the postseason. It seemed like clearly weren't deserving the four seed based on what happened with the Hawks. Um, but what can you do? They got our confidence up. They got the four seed. So. That means that we got to keep that will that got us to the four seed, but add the skill to the team. Damian Lillard is the perfect guy for that. He's got the will. He's got the skill. Obviously, other names out there, but overall, great season for the Knicks. Uh, clap it up for Tom Thibodeau, Leon Rose, World Wide West, um, Kenny Payne, and uh, everyone else that was a part of this amazing Knicks season. Uh, one of the, my favorite seasons, uh, being able to watch the Knicks right there with the 2012-2013 season. Really the only two uh, somewhat enjoyable seasons to be a Knicks fan uh, during my time uh, being alive, of course, that is. But, uh, you know, clap it up for them. To, you know, I when they said that they were going to contend this year, I doubted them. Uh, I didn't necessarily think that Thibodeau would be the best coach. Uh, and you know, what I think is that they got to build that culture. As they said, um, you got to get the guys with the right mentality who fit that Thibodeau mold, who, you know, basketball is life. Uh, you can, you know, I'm going to take your criticism and I'm going to use it to get better. And I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to get sad or, or mopey when you yell at me. And when I do something wrong, 
I just I'm using you to get myself better as a player and uh, you need to get those guys that just want to work hard every single day that is the goal of life to get better at basketball uh, those are the guys that Thibodeau needs because he works his guys insanely hard as you should know uh, so keep on building keep on building that uh, that uh, that energy that uh, enthusiasm for you know in the players that are currently a part of the team I mean Theo Pinson you saw the bench the whole season they were hyped up you need to get those guys that even when they're on the bench they are hyped up they're getting your players hyped up they're ready to go they're energizing the garden those are the guys we need we need that right mentality that right mindset and uh yeah I mean great season for the Knicks clap it up for them uh, can't wait to be back watching Knicks next year. Uh, you know, also I'm gonna. If you have any comments on how I should uh, go about this show from now on, since it's really just gonna be Yankees and Mets the rest of the way since basketball season's over, I guess I could just talk about basketball instead of the Knicks. Uh, but also, no football season coming anytime soon, and obviously don't talk that much hockey. So, uh, if you have any recommendations as to how I could improve the show during this time where there's only baseball going on. Please feel free to let me know, DM the page, uh, you know, message me via the message board on the webpage, whatever it is. But for now, clap it up, uh, Knicks fans. Great season. We'll be back stronger next year. I'm hyped for the next season. I'm hyped to see the breaking news alerts on my phone saying the Knicks have traded for, oh, the Knicks have signed, oh, I can't wait. Leon Rose tra- changing the culture, going to want, going to like, bring the desire of, of good players, top-tier players, to come to New York. Uh, you know, and, and you could just feel the aura around the garden, around that area of the city, and, and how crazy it could be if the Knicks were real contenders if KD and Kyrie were with the Knicks. But let them be in Brooklyn where, you know, they give the 50% off hardened code and the fans aren't really loud. They don't really care. Uh, enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, the Knicks aren't cool. So that's it for my rant on the Knicks. Amazing season. Uh, Going to move on to talking about some not-so-amazing things happening right now. Not that it was amazing what happened with the Knicks, but it was an amazing season overall. It was an amazing experience being a fan. Uh, and uh, you know what? The Yankees are not giving fans such an amazing experience right now, uh, especially during the regular season. Usually they save this type of performance for the postseason. They play well during the regular season, bomb and home runs, get an extra base hits. Uh, maybe not as good pitching in the regular season. And then the playoffs come around. The pitching, every single year, the pitching steps up, the hitting regresses, and the Yankees lose. Uh, now it's the opposite. The pitching is playing well, mostly. Uh, maybe they're playing a little bit worse recently, ever since, also ever since uh, Kluber went to the IL. But... Um, you know, maybe this is a sign. Maybe the hitting is going to play well in the postseason if they even make it. And the pitching is going to regress. But as of right now, the hitting is just a complete embarrassment. It is so freaking bad. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just really terrible. And that game yesterday, I mean, uh, you know, obviously I, I think that the umpires have been doing kind of a poor job. Uh, you saw that day that Cole pitched in Yarborough. I think it was Cole, and they were calling, you know, Yarborough. They were calling strikes for Yarborough outside the strike zone in the same area. They were calling uh, balls for Cole, and then yesterday, Odor gets called out on a got called strike three, uh, strikeout. 
by the home plate umpire, and uh, that was out of the strike zone. I think there was a runner in scoring position there as well, or at least a runner on base. Boone got tossed. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of the assistant uh, coaches got tossed. If not, they, they didn't get tossed. They were at least complaining a lot. Uh, but, you know, just no, no, there's no energy coming from this team. There, there is no energy coming from this team. Uh, obviously, I think these guys want to win. But, you know, when I saw uh, that lefty, I think it was Taylor for the Red Sox, get out of the inning, uh, he was hyped up. And that's just something that I haven't seen much of from the Yankees this year. I mean, just pure elation, just happiness, excitement, energy. It's something that I don't see in the dugout. I don't see on the uh, on the field when they're fielding. I don't see it from the pit. Uh, I don't even see it from the pitchers that much, honestly. Um, and even though they've been playing better than the hitters, and I definitely don't see it from the hitters at the plate. The Yankees are uh, averaging the least amount of hits uh, per game since 1968. Also, I think that's the same for like runs per game. They're only averaging like they're averaging below four runs a game, which is absurd. That is so low. Uh, that is just so not Yankees like, and uh, for me, as you know, it always comes back to uh, Mr. Cashman, the guy that built the team, the guy that saw every single postseason, uh, you know, go from hitting a lot of home runs in the regular season to hitting none in the postseason and losing. Uh, what's the move that he makes to start off the year? Trade for for, for Odor, a guy that can only hit home runs, strikes out a ton. Basically getting the same player uh, as everyone else on the team. And it's just ridiculous. I'm tired of him. Uh, you know, after, I don't know how he could possibly still be here after, you know, a series sweep at home to the Red Sox. I think that that was the first time that the Red Sox have won a series at Yankee Stadium in like their last 11 tries or something like that. Other than obviously that playoff series. I guess they only played two games there. Whatever, whatever the hell it was. Point is, is that... Yankees are not built correctly. They're not assembled correctly. Uh, I think we saw that every single postseason in the last five when they lost to the, the Astros and then the Red Sox and then the Astros again and then the Rays. Uh, I think we saw it every single time. They didn't do anything to correct his mistakes. Steinbrenner not making him feel like his job is in jeopardy even though he's not winning and the Red Sox win every other year or something like that and and uh, fire their GM, get a new one, get a new replacement, even better, assembles a better team, and the players are, are energized. Uh, I also I also have a problem with the fact that uh, we keep, we, we just try to use our own farm system. While the Red Sox, they took that guy, I, I'm blanking on his name, but they have, other than Adovino, they have another reliever that they took from the Yankees. Uh, the, like, they took him literally off the Yankees' uh, farm system. Uh, right out of their farm system. Uh, I forget exactly how. It was like waiver or something like that. But they got him. Now he's amazing. Under 2 ERA. And then you look at Adovino. Yankees trade them Adovino. He's unbelievable now. There is something wrong with the Yankees. I don't know if it's the pressure of being in New York. I don't know if it's the analytics. Uh, I don't know if it's... I, I think it's a lot of different things. And I think that everything about the team, the way they play baseball, needs to change. That starts with Brian Cashman. You bring in a new GM. He brings in new analytics guys. He brings in a new manager that sides with his analytics, not a puppet like Aaron Boone, who probably doesn't even follow, who doesn't even believe as much in the analytics as Brian Cashman and his guys do. Let's get everyone together on the same page and and really assemble a team that's meant to win because this team clearly not it. 
I don't know why you would trade for a guy like Stanton, $300 million that doesn't play the field. I don't know why you'd give money to $200 million more to Garrett Cole than what Jacob DeGrom got. I don't care about the time of the deal. It doesn't make any sense to give Garrett Cole $200 million more when he will never be anywhere close to as good as Jacob DeGrom. I'm also curious to see what's good with with uh, Garrett Cole right now since ever since they announced that thing about uh, potential suspensions due to uh, substances used on arms by pitchers. He hasn't been good. He's at a four-plus CRA. So is he one of those guys, uh, one of those pitchers that puts stuff on his arm to make it better? I don't know. There's so many questions about this team right now, and none of them are being answered. The only questions being answered are dumb ones by Aaron Boone coming from the media. The real questions that should be answered, that should uh, be asked and answered are, why is Brian Cashman still the general manager of this team uh, even though he has not really succeeded that much since 2000, uh, where he was gifted the team from 1998 to 2000, uh, you know, having already won in 1996. Then another question is, uh, how do we, you know, a- assemble a-, a team? Like, this is not the way. Home run hitters, clearly not it. Yes, you could be a guy that hits a lot of home runs, but you also need to hit for average. Uh, we got guys that, you know, although they're, you know, they usually hit home runs. They're not hitting home runs now. Uh, you know, you need you need to hit for average also. It's not just about home run or bust. And maybe that has to do with the analytics and what the Yankees analytics say. They say go for home runs. That makes them practice home runs and launch angle during the offseason. And then they come in. Ball is uh, deadened a little bit so it doesn't travel as far. And boom, it's not working out as well for them. But why would you get, uh, you know, Giancarlo Stanton? just to not play the field. Garrett Cole, $200 million more than a pitcher in New York who's way better than him. Uh, Why would you trade for Odor when you know that the problem is that we only hit home runs and and we strike out a ton? Yes, the Yankees are terrible in terms of left-handed hitting. Very few left-handed home runs, and Odor hasn't even helped. So, even more of a question mark. Why did you let Didi Gregorius go not, or not even get Lindor in the offseason knowing that Glaber Torres cannot play shortstop well? Why are you keeping Luke Voigt when you know that DJ LeMahieu deserves to be at first base and Luke Voigt would need a DH, but the problem is that Giancarlo Stanton is the DH. There's so many questions. I don't support the man, Brian Cashman. I think he needs to get fired. Uh, all I know is that if uh, you know the real boss, George Steinbrenner, uh, heard that the Yankees uh, got swept by the Red Sox at home uh, after going four straight years of making the playoffs, not winning the World Series one time, winning 100-plus games in those years multiple times, and, uh, and the Red Sox beating the Yankees in the playoffs one year, destroying them at home, going on to win the World Series, I don't think Brian Cashman would still be here. Uh, and yet... The Red Sox win two years ago, and they're right back at it, uh, even after their scandal. They're one of the best teams in the league, and the Yankees are just are just lagging behind. So uh, I'm curious to see what what moves are going to be made because if Brian Cashman isn't the move, if him being you know fired or moved around to a different spot in the organization isn't the move, then something has to be the move because this team is simply put it not good enough right now. So many improvements necessary. I'm excited to see what happens, just like I'm excited for the next postseason. I'm literally not excited to watch Yankees baseball. I am excited to see the changes that are made uh, by the front office or, you know, 
the head executives of the team if we're talking about moving on from Brian Cashman. But very disappointing times to be a Yankees fan. Split a bad week against the division for the Yankees. They go up two in five overall. Split a four-game set with the Rays. Get swept by the Red Sox at home. Just a bad, bad week. Didn't even need the stat to look at the stats or anything to talk about that because it was so embarrassing. But got to take advantage of this week. We got a series coming up against the Twins in Minnesota. Uh, the Twins are just uh, eleven. Are there eleven games below five hundred? So need to take advantage of that. Then moving on uh, during the weekend, Yankees, Phillies in Philadelphia. It's just a two-game set. There's no game on Friday. But uh, that's a team that's also below 500. The NL East is struggling, so maybe a time to get back on the right track after a rough week going up against the best division in the AL East. Let's get back on track, go up against uh, two teams that are currently below 500. We'll see about the Phillies later on in the week because they're only two games below. But let's get back on track. No game tonight. We're coming back tomorrow uh, against the Twins. As for what is happening tonight, uh, shout out the Islanders. The Islanders are playing the Bruins tonight at 6.30. Uh, that series is tied at 2-2. Two two. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Let's go Isles, even though I'm rooting for the Bruins. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Nets also playing tonight against the Bucks at 7.30. Uh, obviously rooting for the Bucks in that one. Uh, obviously Suns Nuggets tonight, as I stated earlier. Uh, but I was really only focusing on the New York team. So Nets Bucks tonight, 7:30. Isles uh, Bruins at 6:30. I guess they made the diff the time difference there. 6:30, 7:30 start time, just because uh, they figured the hockey game would get less viewership if you know the Nets start if they started at the same time as basketball. So that's it for my rant today. Before I end this, just wanted to remind you that you can listen to this podcast along with all the other Strive Sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can access them via the link tree in my Instagram bio at the Strive Sports. Also, you can access them on the webpage. Uh, strivesports.org is the URL. You can also access the webpage on the link tree in my Instagram bio. Um, feel free to leave. Uh, to DM me suggestions, comments, if you just want to debate anything, or if you want to, you know, if you want me to comment on anything during a show, you could DM the Instagram page, comment on a video, use the message board on uh, the web page. Feel free, love the fans, uh, love this rant. Sorry about missing last week. I'll be back tomorrow, most likely talking about nets. Uh, that's really it. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about other sports, uh, or maybe I'll take a day off and I'll just come back on Wednesday when we got Mets, Yankees back, and then I could also cover the Nets on then. I have been considering I have been considering doing this show on just Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but uh, let me know your suggestions. I'd love to I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, but that's it for today. Maybe back tomorrow. I might just start doing the three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll keep you guys updated. But for now, peace out. Enjoy these great vibes. It's nice out today. I'll be back soon talking more New York, new, more New York sports. Hope you enjoyed today's show. But for now, peace out.